You are now listening to Black Guy Therapy, a therapeutic podcast. Hey, Black Guy Therapy. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back, Black Guy Therapy. We are a spin on here. it today, huh? I tried. It was terrible. <laughs> I'm not a freestyler. I'm not a rapper. I'm not a rapper. <laughs> well, you should let me freestyle on that. It's <laughs> too I'm bad. It's like eight o'clock in the morning, and I'm I'm out of it right now. Oh, it's all good. Um, we're glad that you're here with us. We're glad that you're out there listening to us um, today. Well, first off, let me start off by saying, like I always start off by saying, we're a therapeutic podcast for you out there. Um, black Guy Therapy, therapeutic, po- ah, therapeutic podcast for black men or anybody who wants to listen to us, really. we just therapeutic podcast. I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's for everybody. I'm in here, and everybody. Yeah, I'm in here with, with your favorite people. Um, we all here today. With your favorite guests. Yeah, favorite guests is in the building. The um, hardest working guest. <laughs> the hardest working guest. <laughs> I had to forgive me this morning. I just laid down probably about an hour ago. <laughs> and but I'm back. I'm back up. Let's do it. And, you know, like I, like I always say, we're here to talk about issues that affect us. Um, us as black men. Us, oh my God, my dog is in the room and he just farted. Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. Ooh. Well, yeah. Let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs> right. We got to get that out. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, back to what I was saying we are here to talk about those issues that we don't talk about. Um, and I had been thinking all week I had something on my mind and, you know, I wanted to bring it to you guys today to kind of see how you felt about it. But today I was interested in talking about colorism. So a lot of people don't know, you know, what I, what I mean when I say colorism, I'm talking about, um, you know, in our in our communities, and I guess this is my example, but in our communities, we have those people who are dark skinned people mm-hmm. who would prefer to be with light skinned people. So their kids can, you know, if they have kids, they come out lighter so that their kids are viewed in a different light. So they don't have to they don't have to deal with um, the things that that they that they were susceptible to being a darker skinned individual, essentially lightening their seed so they can survive in an anti-black society so you're saying uh you don't want your they don't want their kids to have to use the sammy salsa cream exactly exactly <laughs> and, and, and one day sammy was was, was chocolate next day he was uh the hershey's uh what's that hershey bar look like Pennywise. cookies and cream cookies yeah and cream. yeah he, he went from hershey's dark chocolate to cookies and cream yeah 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 sammy but before we go deep into that topic, Ty, let me let me say this. And this is this is something serious. This something's on my mind this morning, something I've been reading about lately. A little bit too much. And not because by choice. It was Wait, just you because read? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Because <laughs> I remember you telling me I don't read. I don't, but you know, you know. Sometimes I read if it got pictures on it. If it's a picture book. But uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh I was I was scrolling through my timeline on Twitter and Instagram here lately, and uh, I'm seeing a lot about sex trafficking, a lot about our, our young brown girls coming up missing, and sex being being sold in sex trafficking rings. So I will say this, men, I take it upon ourselves as you know, let's watch our kids, watch our children, watch our girls, watch our women, mm-hmm. because it's a lot. I, I've read it too much lately. And it was, like I said, not by choice. It was by force because you scrolling through this young brown girl missing, this young brown girl missing, yeah. this young brown girl. And I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. But it's not getting enough airplay. Yeah, No one's really talking about it, but it's real. Yeah, 
So men, older women, or whoever, anybody in general, if you see something that looks sus- suspect, let's, 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 let's take a call to action on that. Yeah. Because I have a daughter, have another daughter on the way. Don't want to see that happen to mine. Joe, you have a daughter. Don't want to see it happen to yours. Todd, to be to be determined at this time. We <laughs> don't know. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. But you know, yes, let's just let's just try to keep an eye on that because yeah. it, it, it's getting real and, and and it's happening a little too much for my liking right now. And you know, let's take action before it come, it hits home. Yeah, because when it hits home, it might be too late. But that's all I got to say on that. Oh, and 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 let me you know take a detour and go into that and also say, I think that this is a situation on this and these, and this is a, is a topic that has been uh, discussed throughout our community. However, um, and, and it kind of leads into bleeds into today. They're, they're black children mm-hmm. yeah. and throughout history, black children have never gotten fair shake. Exactly. Yeah. So we're not getting the, the news mm-hmm. because again, mm-hmm. they're black children yeah. and it's yeah. like, the world doesn't care about it's like the world doesn't care about us. I'm sure there are some people in the world that care about us, right? Mm-hmm. But it seems like they don't care. Yeah. History has shown. Yeah. History has shown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's starting to look like a four hundred year cycle repeating itself. Yeah. Just just evolving. Yeah. That's yeah, it, it just yeah. evolves. That's, yeah. that's all it is. So back to colorism. Yes, sir. Yes. So let me say this. Um you know, we don't, I, I think, and I'm not a, I'm not a black parent, but. Um, well, you will be soon. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead. And, uh, I'm trying to gather my thoughts. Yeah, here, no, but, I'm just saying you said you're not a black parent yet. Put yeah, it yet on there, sir, because it's well, coming. I'm not a black parent yet. Yeah, How about yeah that? it's coming. Um, but, you know, we don't, I think. I think I've never had none of my parents ever talked to me about colorism. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but colorism is something that's been around for a long time. You know, you mentioned some Sammy Sosa earlier, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the anti-blackness. Um, it's, it's just been running rampant and it hasn't, it hasn't stopped. It's almost like these California wildfires. It just, it just keeps going. Right. Yeah. Um, and colorism is an issue that's been, um, present in the black community at least since we've been here mm-hmm. in in the mm-hmm. Americas, right? Since sixteen nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a, a lot of people say that colorism is is a symptom of of, of racism, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'll say this: colorism, and this is just the historical view. Colorism has always, at least. In the Americas, in 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 the United States, mm-hmm. when slavery was going on, right? Correct. Slave masters would give preferential treatment to slaves that were lighter, right? Mm-hmm. We know that, right? Because what happens if you were a light skinned slave? You get in, in the house. house. You was in the house. If you're a dark skinned slave, you are in, in the field. field, right? So colorism has there. There's your racism right there, yeah. right? Well, strategic. Well, yeah, didn't one president? Create a own, create his own school, like send us make up a school to send his children, his biracial children to, and opposed to like whether th- there was no education for if you were born strictly into slavery. Thomas Jefferson, Fisk University, that school was started for the slave master's kids. Fisk hmm. was, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Fisk is in our own backyard, and yeah, I had no idea right, about yeah, that. Yeah. So I'm gonna have wow. to do some, some yeah. history about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna have to learn sure. something. Go ahead and Google it. 
I'm I'm not gonna Google it right now, <laughs> but I will I will. I'll um, check that out too. I didn't, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, that school was started for slave masters' kids. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you think about this, and 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 going back to you know the the light skinned enslaved persons in the house, the dark skinned enslaved persons in the field, light skinned enslaved person. What type of work did they do? Right, their their hand, you know, they're cooking, they're um, being servants, maids, and stuff like that. Whereas mm-hmm. you had the dark skin field, grinding. they're grinding, right? They doing not the real work. To this house. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's it's just crazy. It's like we've we've always treated our darker skinned people worse than our lighter skinned people, right? And I mean, you see that today, and you just just turn the TV on. Mm-hmm. White folks get a pass. Black folks do not. Mm-hmm. I'm about to talk about your boy, President Obama, mm-hmm. right? You remember what was his biggest scandal? Like, what did he get in trouble for? And the news ripped his ass apart. If you're talking about the tan suit, when he wore the tan <laughs> suit, they t- they said, "Oh, this is so unpresidential. This is the worst thing ever. I can't believe he would disrespect the presidency like that by wearing a tan suit." Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Not not no not no policy. Not not an action. An right. actual action he done. A tan it freaking was, suit. It was a piece of, piece of clothing. Now okay. we fast forward mm-hmm. to now. We have we have a president who's going through an impeachment process, and I mean the. I think I'm the average American. I think I'm the average informed American, right? And I can read, and I've seen what I believe to be quid pro quo, quid pro quo. Mm -hmm. However, America's like, well, I don't think that that's it. Or, well, he's doing it because (laughs) it's helping the country because we're in a bad place. And we're, you know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) they make all these excuses for this man, but a man wearing a tan suit was the, the worst thing ever the most unpresidential thing ever but we also have a man who grabs pussy mm-hmm. right and that's locker room talk yeah hey so todd what did paul mooney say again <laughs> the complexion for the protection for the collection okay that sums it up right there ain't it yeah okay so if you don't mind i want to jump in go ahead i'm, I'm here i'm here to listen boy is so much right here to unpack so i want to jump back to slavery one thing that's very interesting to me with our, our lighter counterparts. Think about that. There's a, a, a level of humanity that they possess. It's almost like a switch that they can cut on and off. Because the reality is, the only reason why, it, you know, what you're talking about with Fisk, Jefferson starting that, because mm-hmm. he probably loved them kids a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they still weren't 100% still on yeah. the level. No, you wouldn't accept it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. like that's and him, you you were accepted to him, right? But not everybody else. His counterparts? And oh, he hell knew that. No. And he knew that. So he So my where I'm going with that is cognitive dissonance is real. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm actually a good person. See, I'm taking care of these kids. Mm-hmm. But you know that the rest of the population of people that look like this aren't getting the same treatment. Not at all. Simply because they're not related to you. Correct. So that's the first thing. Second thing is... It ain't what you know, it's who you know. Yes. Second thing is, I want us to get to the point where we stop referring, and I, and I haven't been heavy on this, but stop referring to ourselves as black. 
because black and white are not made a construct. That's it. It's a designation. Mm-hmm. This is a place value. Mm-hmm. There's no and and what what has been done with that is everywhere you look, movies, books, definitions in the dictionary. Mm-hmm. White versus black. What do mm-hmm. you get? White is what? Pure. White is Pure. right. Yeah, yeah. Good. All, yeah, good. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Black. Evil. Black. Dirty. Evil. Yeah. Scandalous. Yeah. Everywhere you look, there's this connotation associated, and we're still using those words. Now, that's another topic for another day, but it plays right into what you're saying. So when we think colorism, one of the first people I think about, and I, I want to read something here to you guys, too. Not really read, but just share some information. One of the worst offenders for me is Tiny, married to T.I. Okay. What she did with her eyes mm-hmm. to lighten them up. I think they're like a blue gray now. Mm-hmm. Not natural, but had a surgery to do that. Okay. Why would you do that? That's weird to me. So well, she's trying to obtain a level of beauty that's set that's been set by our white counterparts, our Caucasian thank counterpart. Thank you, because what people would probably say when I say, "Well, she's already light skinned You're right, she is. And her mother's white, a white woman. Mm-hmm. So why would she pursue this? Because the standard of beauty has already been created. Todd, you talked about it earlier. Everywhere you look on television. Show me one movie where the lead actress that's a woman of color is dark-skinned. Where the lead actress is well, dark-skinned? There's a few. Yeah, there's a there's few. A few uh, yeah, there's a few. Not a TV show? Let's talk, yeah, let's talk about a movie. Now, again. I was going to say, Waiting to Exhale. Will we consider that? That was four. Were they dark, though? Or were they, I'm saying, like a great well, example. Whitney, of, Whitney's from the hood. That ain't got nothing to do with her complexion. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you're right. Think about Angela Bassett. Now she's dark. She's 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 but a darker brown. They, yes, they, I they, agree. They know how to they know how to lighten you up on the screen. Now here's what I was gonna go with that because I believe it's Alfred, not Alfred Woodard. Who's the one that uh, does um, how to get away with murder? That's what I was thinking about. Uh, That's I was yeah. thinking about her. Whatever her yeah. name Viola is. Davis. Viola, Viola Davis. Davis, thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. So what is the known thing about Viola Davis as an actress? She don't she don't take no bullshit, right? And she the one that's like, if you ain't, if you don't have a dark skin per, or like a black, is she, is she that lady? I don't know. I know. There's an that. actor, there's one one of the actors, she's like, if if it ain't no black people, I'm not working with you. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that if, I don't think she's the one because it seems like everybody in that show is is white. Yeah, no, it's, it's 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 a couple of the it's a girl in there. She's dark skinned. The head off the head attorney at one of the law firms. She's a black lady. Mm-hmm. So I think they 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 played it right. They they mixed it up. You got an Asian man in there. You got some gays in there. I mean, I think they mixed it up. They try to be diverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because they didn't want to step into that pile of bullshit. So. You guys are making some great points, but here's where I'm going. Viola Davis. But she and she does snatch that wig off sometime on that show and man. And and what say, else? Yeah, that's the crying. Else. Yeah. The yeah. crying, right? Yeah, yeah. She gets Everybody talks about how she can do do the crying so perfect and how she'd be so ugly in the face yeah, when she yeah. cry. When is the last time in the fifty or one hundred most beautiful people has there been a dark skinned woman? So you can have well, the that actresses. Like that's recently. They, but I feel like in the, the and see this is my thing. I think we give too much value to bullshit. We who do you ask? That's that's so again. Who's being asked? Like, what's their definition of beauty? Exactly. That's what. Because if you ask me a hundred, ask me about a hundred beautiful women, I probably have about two white women, two white women in there. Mm-hmm. But my top ten is going to probably be black, 
top 20 black, I say probably 30 to 40, 50 maybe black, then you might get a white one in, a sprinkle here and there. Mm -hmm. So it's like we're putting too much value on bullshit. You're right. Like with everybody was tripping over the Oscars. Why are we valuing the Oscars? That's a fucking piece of metal. It is, but it goes to back to what Todd was saying. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all colorism, but we're we're putting too much value into it and starting to believe it. So here, here's if what I want to ask: If we take the value away from it, they can't put the put that on that. Why would we put value in that? Because this is where this is my overall point where I'm going, is, and I'm glad you went there because that's where I'm going. Why would we place value in something like that? Because we, people are trying to appease to a certain group of people that really don't care about you. That's my that's my logic behind it. Like you're trying to appease to get an award for people for what wasn't even made for you. Because if you go back prior, uh, what what's the Oscars like? One hundred thirty some years. Give me the line. No, I'm, I'm just saying yeah, like it's it's know. it's old. Yeah. It's old as time. So mm -hmm. now you're and and probably the first when it first started, you weren't even allowed to be in the room. Right. You were probably servants there yeah. working. Or you had to go through the back door. Yeah, yeah, you had to go through the back the door. Room, you had to get but snuck in. You had to in. go to the back. So, and and we continue to value these these things that shouldn't even be valued in our community. Mm -hmm. So, one of the this is my my thought process because I agree with you a million percent. It is super easy to point out a problem. Mm -hmm. We can all pretty much recognize when something's foul. Yeah, easily. We can come up with solutions sometimes for some pretty difficult situations. But what we don't do often enough stick to our guns. Well, that, but also speak to the genesis. Where did this start? Mm -hmm. How did this become an issue in the first place? Mm -hmm. And that's what we don't talk about enough. So the division is real in the culture and colorism is real in the culture. But where did it start? Because mm -hmm. we didn't wake up one day as people of color and say, you know what? I think I don't like that light skinned person over there. So the challenge for me, especially around colorism, is we look at there's a template that's been created mm -hmm. and put in front of us mm -hmm. through all sorts of media mm -hmm. since the America started for the most part. If you do not, yeah, if you do not fit into this template that we've created because accepted. we are in control, mm -hmm. the standard of beauty is controlled by us. The standard of perfection is created by us. Everything that's of value is created by us. Mm -hmm. So you are now just trying to get your humanity now that you got your humanity, kind of, you're trying to live to these standards. Mm -hmm. That's my problem. So when I think about colorism, and, I, and I'll go into this real quick, I think about the things that we can't speak on 100% is fact, opinion. But I just want to run down a list of 18, 17 women of color mm -hmm. that are pretty prominent that are in relationships with white men. Mm -hmm. So you've got Serena mm -hmm. and Alexis. Mm hmm You've got uh, Meghan Markle, Prince Harry. Mm -hmm. You've got Eve and some dude named Maximilian Cooper. Oh, yeah. He's a rich. That dude rich as hell. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you got Tina Turner and Erwin Bach. Well, Tina, 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 I, I would give Tina a pass. Hold on, on hold on. But we, can, we, can we can unpack that later because mm -hmm. I, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> I, and I want to unpack that later. Okay. Diana Ross and Arnie Nace Jr. Whoopi Goldberg, not currently in one, but. Historically, she's been mm -hmm. with white men. Melody Hobson and George Lucas. Mm. Most people didn't know he had a black wife. Mm. Chaz Ebert and Roger Ebert. Mm. So Roger has a black wife. Didn't know that. And we all know Tamara, 
the, the twins, Tia Tamara. She's mm-hmm. married to a white guy. Mm-hmm. Her brother's married to a black guy. I mean, her sister. Uh, Tandy Newton is married to a white guy, uh, but she's she's also biracial. Um, David Bowie was married to Iman, and they were married for two decades until he passed. Mm. Grace Hightower, Robert De Niro. Most people know Robert. Mm-hmm. Robert yeah. is down with the Browns. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Robert. He used to I love mean, Whitney Houston. Yeah, yeah, he yeah Robert. Was, yeah. I mean, he he might be one of us on the inside. He might. Yeah, he 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 got down this line DNA somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Halle Berry, Olivier Martinez, and I don't know if they're still together. That th- her, she belonged to the game. I, mm-hmm. I just put that out there. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Alfre Woodard, Roderick Spencer, and then Vanessa Williams and Jim Scrip. Vanessa's also biracial. Uh, Tyra Banks and Eric Asla. No idea who that is, but that's her dude. And there's a singer you may or may not know. Her name is FKA Twigs. She's kind of yeah, like alternative R and B type. <laughs> nope. But she's married to a dude named Robert Pattinson, and he was a dude that was in uh, the the Twilight movies. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So I read that because I wanted to bring this topic up. When I think about somebody like Serena. Mm. Serena came to mm-hmm. prominence mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. tennis, right? Correct. Dudes love Serena for one reason alone, right? They talk about how she's built. Man, I always say mm. she's thicker than a snicker boy. Mm. <laughs> they love that. Mm. But I've never mm. heard somebody mm. say to me, man, Serena's face is just so beautiful. Have you? No, no. I've never heard anybody say that. I've never heard, I've heard people say she's ugly, but I've never heard somebody say she's beautiful. Now, I don't, I'm one way or the other, doesn't really matter to me. Mm-hmm. But what I will say, she looks just like her daddy. Mm-hmm. So when I think about women today, mm-hmm. I wonder about who they were when they were younger. Mm-hmm. And when I think about her and I see the pictures of her and Venus with the beads yep. and, they and grew, the braces. And they grew up in Compton. And they so grew you up knew in the it wasn't hood. easy. Yeah. It wasn't easy probably more like for them out there in Compton. Wasn't nobody checking for her as a kid. I'm probably pretty wasn't. willing to bet. Right? But then you go over her track record mm-hmm. of the the black men she dated mm-hmm. before she went this route. Mm-hmm. See, and that, and that's what you're talking about is exactly what I was. That's what we're gonna need go to. Unpack. Yeah. yeah. So like you you you've dated black men traditionally. Mm-hmm. You've married a white one. Mm-hmm. What happened in that in that course of action that made you go? You know what? I'm going over here now. A lot of times you'll have these these black women who who were. They felt like, well, A, what I think what, what Joe was getting ready to, to kind of unpack box by box is like these kids, as children, they're darker skinned individuals, right? Mm-hmm. And when being you, told that. Now, now, remember, when you when you were a kid and the dark the dark kid around you, what y'all always do? Y'all always make fun of them. Boy, yeah. you black, you blackity black. You, boy, you motor old black. African booty. Yeah. African yeah. houses. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's all that. Yep. So we, we've been ingrained since children mm-hmm. to, to, to basically hate our people, mm-hmm. right? Hate our color. Yep. But we not even consciously knowing what we're doing. Truth. Because Right. As a kid, you don't know what you're doing at that point in time. Mm-hmm. You don't know right. the reality you're of what you, yeah. what you what you know. Yeah. Yep. So you you have that. So you have these women who you know as as young as young women who have suffered this abuse, this this verbal abuse, and then they get in these relationships with men, mm-hmm. black men, mm-hmm. who treat them some type of way. Now, again, we go back to history. You were darker. You were treated worse, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So subconsciously, and we and. I don't know. As black men, we may not even realize it, but we it's may be treating them women DNA. You don't know. worse than, than when we would treat some light-skinned yep. woman, right? Quite possibly. So you have that abuse. You have that, that mental, that physical, all those abuses. And it's like, well, shit, I'm not going to hang out here no more. I'm going I'm to go try something else. Yeah. Another spin to that is 
And this is something that, that bothers me. Because mm-hmm. I, I think that that's a huge, the, the subconscious stuff that we do. And not knowing it, yeah. Man, I, there's so much there that I can't even, I can't even begin to imagine how that works. You know, when you talk, yeah. we talk about unpacking. Like, I couldn't even begin to unpack that. Yeah. What does bother me, though, is when there, again, there's a standard. And you'll be like, okay, I'm willing to date and kind of hang out in this group for a minute. But when it comes to real life and yeah, see, really settling down, that's that's where this I was is where to get I, to. Yeah. Like, what what in the what course of action? What made the switch go on? Mm-hmm. Because you were dating black men now, or you were dating black women, mm-hmm. and then right before, I mean, so like you were treating them as playthings, toys. That's what it seems like. You were playing toy, toying around. And then when it came to, all right, I'm putting my toys away. I'm going on to my real life now. Yep, I'm growing up. You went and said, you know what? This is the right or the best decision for me. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, the dude probably came in and treated her like, uh, treated her like she's never been treated before. And that really what's done it. Maybe. We don't know. We right. don't know. Mm-hmm. Right? White women do that all the time. Like white women do that all the time. That's true. You talk about a, Very a, true. a country white chick. I went to the University of Tennessee, right? It's yep. in man, East Tennessee, it's right? And y'all play football today, man. Y'all still gonna lose? It's it's in East Tennessee, <laughs> where it's a number of white folks for right. the most part, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the mountains, right? Not the Rocky Mountains, the Rocky Smoky Mountains. Smokies. Rocky um, so you got to deal with all that. Um, you got these these white women. I remember there was a white girl um, who I remember she was like. I we didn't have any black people at my school. She's mm-hmm. like, I have never been with a black dude. Mm-hmm. I've never really seen a black dude outside of TV because there weren't there was like two in my in my county that I knew right. or that I saw. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have these white women who are like, well, shit, I want to see what this is about. Mm-hmm. They heard the stories, want to know if it's real. Right. And they dance in that life. You'll you'll have college white women who are dancing at life three, four years, right? Yep. And then when it's when it comes time to get married, they're married mm-hmm. a white person. Yep. Nigga, you ain't going and home they, to my daddy. They, you know, they they got these white kids. Yep. And then it's almost as if they forgot that whole life. Yeah. So it's like they were an ally for four years. Yep. And then after that they became they're, they're not an ally anymore because their their husband doesn't agree with it. Yeah. Right. So she and they act a, like nothing nothing has happened. Yeah. So they have a black hoe face? Is that what you're saying? Same like it. <laughs> Same like it. Dude, I, I, I got an example. Now, I'm pretty sure you have some. I'm pretty sure you have some. I went to an all-black school. Well, I didn't go to an all-black school, but I went to Tennessee State University. So yeah. we, 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 didn't, we, we didn't experience that much because the white, the white people were there. They, they knew what they were getting into when they came. Right. Yeah. So, I, and I say, and, and here's an example. I know a person. Who their whole this and it's a white woman. Her whole college career dated nothing but brothers. Mm-hmm. Was gonna I think essentially was going to marry a brother, mm-hmm. but that brother it wasn't he wasn't for her. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Now this woman is now married to a white man, a racist white man at that, who has openly said, uh, "Our child will never be with a black man. I don't even like you really hanging out with black people." Mm-hmm. Right. He said this openly because I, I damn near wanted to bust his ass for it. Mm. But she married this man. She loves this man. Her child grows up around this man who's mm-hmm. spreading this hate. Mm-hmm. Right. And she acts like nothing's happened. Oh, nope. I've never been. I've never been with a black man. Yeah. I've never been with a black man at all. Yeah. What are you talking? No, I would never. Yeah. So that's what she tells him. 
Exactly. You should have told him at that time, man, she lying her ass off. No, that's not instead my of, place. Instead of putting right. your hands on him, you should. Nah, you should. You should have broke his heart. See, <laughs> see that's, that's the type of asshole I am. I'd have broke his but heart that's right the then. Thing. And like we had the point I'm making is that they can they and by they I mean white folks they can dance in in the culture and mm-hmm. they can do whatever they want to do and we're so willing to accept them and then at the end of the day they can jump back Ooh. over mm-hmm. and act like nothing happened. So no. that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> so so I'm gonna play off of what you just said because the flip side of that them being able to play and because we're accepting mm-hmm. now flip it I know people who it seems like I actually had a guy that, that I, I was close with for a long time and we just recently kind of are, are you know kind of parting ways a little bit just because I've seen too many things consistently throughout the time I've known them where I was like, okay, maybe we're not really friends, except mm-hmm. for when it's convenient for you. Mm-hmm. Right. And that convenience is usually centered around his relationships. Mm-hmm. Every time he's in his relationship, everything else, nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. But when it's over, he right back there. So one of the things that... So can I take a quick guess what type of relationship he in? <laughs> he's, he's, he's engaged. Engaged one. Mm. So he acts like you no longer exist. Or he treats you like differently. The the relationship is inconsequential. Okay. If it's there or if it's not, he's okay either way. Mm-hmm. Today. Mm-hmm. Same dude that roommates with me in college, mm-hmm. spent about a good month counseling because the girl he was dating at the time said she didn't want to date no more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then the next relationship, they got together. You kind of disappeared on mm-hmm. campus. You ain't really see him. That relationship ended. He right back in it. Got married to a white woman. Mm-hmm. Had three kids. They divorced. During that time, he's called me several times just for advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now he's back in a relationship now with another white woman. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to stop you right now. We got to take a hard break. Okay. Because we got to pay some bills. Yeah, let's do but it. When, but when we come back, I need to know what happened with this story. So yeah. don't forget. I got you. All right, y'all, we're going to take a break. We got to pay some bills. We'll be right back. As you can see, hey, welcome back <laughs> to Black Guy Therapy. Joe, he, he was just, talking. He sat there for the entire break and wrote that line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a rapper. I'm not a rapper. This guy's more funny than me. Um, Joe, so you were telling us about somebody before yes, we yes. left away or cut away. So let's um let's go back to that. Yeah. So I'll just I'll just give you a couple of comments that were made. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm huge on our people I speak mm-hmm. positively and I talk about uh, the origins of problems as opposed to the problems that we look at right now. Because what I hate is when people say, well, what about black on black crime? What about this? Like that didn't just start because we woke up and decided to do it. Right. So black on black crime is not a real thing, by the way. It's I mean, if you're in the community with people that look like you, who are you going to commit the crime? The against? people you're around. Right. Because yeah. that's I mean, you know, white on white crime. That's never been brought up. But guess what? Guess who white people commit crimes against? Oh, the white folks. OK. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. just anybody, how anybody you're around. Yeah. 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 Whoever you're around. I'm sorry. About no, that. you're go, right. Go, go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. So one of the comments, uh, he said, you know, man, I tried to I tried to find a, a black girl, but it was just it was just too much of a headache. It was always problems. So I was like, so what you're telling me is you're okay knowing that 
more than likely somebody in this in this white woman's family hates you because you're black. Mm-hmm. You're okay to deal with that trouble, but you're not willing to deal with somebody who's going through the same trauma, going through the same trauma as you. So for me, right there, I was like, okay, that's a little weird. Then he told his brother, man, don't be dating black girls. Leave him alone. But he also is one that will say, man, I, I care about the community too. But everything is contradictory from comments, the behaviors, the biases. He, he, he reminds me a lot of like Stephen A. Smith. And we talked about that a little bit before. Stephen A. would say some things from time to time. He said stuff about Ray, with Ray Rice that we played on the show. And he had to come back and apologize. He's not said a negative thing about white folks since. I don't know if y'all paid attention to that. I don't, I don't really watch like ESPN or gotcha. anything like that. So I wouldn't gotcha. know. So I look for the sound bites from him. You know, not, yeah. I, I pay attention. Like when something comes out, I'm like, okay, what did he say? Because I know he's the one that'll be like real, real quick to go in on people of color, but real quick to kiss. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, so so the person I'm talking about, man, it was it was disappointing because I've seen the the consistent pattern of behavior over amount of time, and for me, it's like when you, I believe that you're open to falling in love with anybody. You can control who you fall in love with based on where you decide to go. Right. The environments you put yourselves in will kind of dictate who you can fall in love with, but your heart is open to fall in love with anybody. Correct. I think it's a totally different scenario when you purposely go after the same thing all the time. That's that's a preference at that point. Yep. Yeah, it is. It's a total, it, it, that's that's a preference. And and all I'm saying is I don't care who you wind up being with, but don't try to make it seem like you've tried this, but it's so hard, so you're not going to try that anymore because you you were in one situation that's now dissolved. Mm-hmm. You're in another situation now. We don't know what's going to happen with that. Mm-hmm. But you're okay with dealing with this. And it's almost like there's that standard, drawing the line in the sand. Yeah. Like, this is better. So this clown, words out of his mouth told his brother, don't bla- date black men. Yes. So do you like your black mother? And that's the obvious. That's where we would obviously go. But the, the question you, I would ask do is. Do you like your black sister? That That is inconsequential. Okay. What is, do you love yourself? Yeah. And I think that's what's missing from a lot of people. So when we start talking about colorism, the history, the origins, if you can break somebody down internally first, you can control them with whatever type of divisive uh, agendas, <laughs> whatever you want to do. You can do that once you can break somebody down enough where they no longer believe in themselves. I believe that. So when I think about Serena, she's too amazing of an athlete. Mm-hmm. But I look at her and I'm like, as a youngster growing up, adolescent, teen, before everybody was like, ooh, Serena Thick. Before mm-hmm. that came out. Before your body developed. Before all that, nobody was checking for her. So mm-hmm. I'm like, that's the conditioning right there that you're receiving. What you look like is not good enough. Mm-hmm. And that's also on. I was going to say, did we do that? Absolutely. Did we do that? Absolutely. So we're responsible for the, Absolutely. For, the, for the measure or the standard we're setting. Yes. Again, it goes back to what I was saying. Who cares about what people say as far as these lists of a hundred beautiful women mm-hmm. and you don't see many black ones on there? Mm-hmm. Who who did they ask? Yeah. Like, why are we letting this become the standard of what beauty is? Another frustration because is, it's always been the standard of what beauty is. Because but they into made who, that. who into whose eyes though? That's what I'm saying. Like, if I don't believe what they're saying, me as a black man, why don't my opinion matter? 
It should, but should. I think what he's saying, think about it this way. Television is programming, right? Yeah. When a product is being marketed, what do they make you feel like? Well, you yeah. have to have you it, have right? To have it. Yeah. So the way I look at it is this way. If I can use my monetary uh, stability to control a narrative and I know it works, I'm going to do it because it does. If I put something on television enough, then that's going to become just the rule. Mm-hmm. And subconsciously it gets in there and people like us who are saying that's not the rule, but we've played into it too. And I'll give you a great example of how we've played into it. Music videos. Mm-hmm. It'll be a girl, she don't look like nothing in the face, but she's got some work done. Mm-hmm. Her body is looks amazing because it's fake. Mm-hmm. And we go around Oh yeah, this is this is what it is. Mm-hmm. So the women that have not done that now who don't they have, have those. Shit, now they believe they have to. So then we have daughters, and our daughters are now subjected to this same type of treatment, and we're upset about it. The problem is, but Joe, this is gonna surprise you. That doesn't sway me either way, and it shouldn't. It and shouldn't. for some, it doesn't. I prefer natural beauty over but, all this bulk stuff. But, but you. You may prefer yeah, that, but, but think that, I, about I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a uh, uh, sand I'm a I'm a piece of sand in the in the in the whole yes, thing like a right. needle in a haystack right. So it's it's like my opinion matters, but it doesn't really when yes. the masses say yes. otherwise. Which is why I always talk about reestablishing certain things like success for what success is for us because the American dream that we just talked about also it's that wasn't meant for us man, not at all. But how many people that look like us are chasing it? Yeah, it's the same thing. So. I bring up the story about about the relationship I have with this guy for a reason, because it bothers me still to this day that we're not on the level where we were. But it's because I don't. So we talk about racial anxiety. Mm -hmm. I'm at the point with him where I don't know. I don't know if what he's doing is legit or if there's something else in there, because he would never come out and be like, yeah, I've dealt with this trauma. So because of that, I I act like I like black women, but I, I really don't because I'll never get that. So there's this anxiety now that exists because I don't know for the past 13, 14, 15, however long, uh, 15 years, I guess, that we've been friends. You don't know what side. I don't know. I don't know from the from the beginning if it was ever a real genuine relationship, genuine relationship. Yeah. So when it, it ties in directly to the colorism, because that's where we are at this point in life. He's got three daughters, beautiful little girls, biracial. Mm hmm. But the standard and the line that he's drawing in the sand is grandma's black, Mm -hmm. aunties, cousins are black on this side. But the only thing daddy likes from mom to the new one look like this. Mm -hmm. So he just told us that women that look like this through his behaviors. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, that goes back to like you saying the commercials. Every commercial I see now has biracial people in it. Yes, sir. Biracial or a mixed couple. Yep. I don't I don't. I and I, I, I've started to notice that a lot as more as I watch them. Like, look at this commercial. They, it's not either way no more. It's we gonna mix this because we're trying to appease to the people, mm-hmm. and we want you to think that we care. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna put our products with biracial people, or or you are gonna have a mixed couple there mm-hmm. and enjoy life like that. Yep, that's not how they're trying to do it though. Nah, it's it's it is it's a very smart play, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, again, we're talking evolution now. Mm-hmm. All right, I can no longer just put white folks in no. front of black folks and try to sell a product. Mm-hmm. 
So let's start slow. Let's do biracial. Let's do mixed couples. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you're gonna see just commercials with just all black people. Eventually, yeah, eventually. And I mean, that's what the that's where the this country is moving. We're, we will be the majority. What they say in the next ten years, mm-hmm. we will be the majority. I would hesitate to say that we will be because <laughs> nah. it'll be a mass something. No, <laughs> there's, 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 I mean, there's nothing they're gonna be able to do about it. Um, but here, I, let me. Are you let, sure I go about back. that? <laughs> yeah, because we was the majority when we were slaves right. in the fields. Right. We never we never overcame that. Right, but when but when it's going it's a little different now cuz cuz now what you're going to have you got mama and daddy. So mama may be half black and white, then you got daddy who may be a full white man, and then you got kids who you know are confused. Are, are, well, not <laughs> not necessarily, but think about the the dynamic there. If something happens, daddy's full white man uh mama's daddy is a white man right you know what i'm saying so like it's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting dynamic but i i don't want to get into that i want to go back i want to go back to you know your guy this black man who this all i'm into is white women Mm -hmm. essentially right Mm -hmm. so what happens when you when you flip when you flip that and then you got a, a black woman who's like this is all i'm into is 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 white men and then that black woman has biracial daughter and then she tells her daughters hey don't you ever date a black man mm-hmm. what happens there and and the only reason i bring that up is because i remember the situation in college i was at a i was at a party i was at my roommate's uh girlfriend's house okay. she had a party there were two twin um girls there um they were or a set of twin girls uh biracial okay right? uh mom black woman dad white man when i because i didn't know they look they look kind of white but you could tell i was like oh so are you you black because you know most mixed people identify as black yeah no i am not black i am biracial yeah that was that was my first red flag Mm -hmm. second red flag you know i'm talking to her and i'm just you know just trying to fill her out and you know I, i learned that her mother has told her that she will never ever date a mm. black man. Wow. And told her daughters to never ever date a black man. So what 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 does what kind of message does that send when you have it that way? Mm-hmm. That's that's hard. And and I I can't really speak to it because that's a totally different gender. Yeah. But I mean it, it's the same thing. The same thing just on Pretty much. And it, it reminds me actually and, and I know you were talking about Prince Harry. Yep. And him being, you know, all in all in invested yeah. it seems like but I feel the same way about Meghan Markle. I look at her mama and I look at her coming from Hollywood. And I'm like, it seems like she understands that if I want to be looked at a certain way, this is the way to go. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just so happens the way she went was with a prince. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I don't feel that there's authentic, genuine accept, acceptance and pride in the culture there. And people was talking about, well, she had a black choir and they had this type of food at the wedding. I'm like, is that all it takes for y'all to be convinced that <laughs> right. somebody is connected to the culture? That's, oh, that's all it takes. O.J. Simpson didn't identify as black for a while, but then he went to a black church. I'm not black. I'm O.J. But then he, when, when he got in trouble, he went to a black church. So is that and then we accept it. the clown that I always talk about. He Which said that, goes he back said. To, that goes back to what we've talked about in our previous episodes, yeah. like. Black people, we we've always been accepting, mm-hmm. yeah. Because you know we that's 
especially in the Americas, that's what we've been taught. Yep. Like we got to turn the other cheek. We got to yeah. forgive. And, and that's the Christianity that we talked about. Mm-hmm. That we knew what that about, was going to be an unpopular episode, but what about forgiving and never, I mean, forgiving, but you don't forget. <sighs> I can forgive you. Yeah. Forgive but, but see, but, but I ain't going to forget, no, especially in our community. You got to go back so, to that church dynamic. Mm-hmm. That, that church dynamic is going to tell you to, to forgive that person. Well, no, to, no, this, back to back to both of them, but this one's brother. Like, yeah. well, that's a whole different story. That 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 but, it, but that it's happens not, only. Though. That's that's but a select, it's not though. Because but no, that's what I'm a, saying, that's a, a lot of black people few. feel like that. A lot of black. Well, a lot of and, and I'll say this: a lot of black people who who grew up around um, parents who were devout Christians yeah. who grew up in the church, mm-hmm. younger black people who have been who were raised like that. That is how they feel. I there was a point where I felt like that because my grandmother raised me. Mm-hmm. I was in the church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. I was in the church every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I was at all the church functions, right? Mm-hmm. And I used to feel that way. It wasn't until I got older and I realized, ah, this is kind of a controlling thing and this is bullshit mm-hmm. that I that I stepped away and I was able to look at it with a bird's eye view and be like, man, this is this is this is propaganda yeah. or to me. It, it, it can certainly be, whether yeah. it is or isn't, who knows, but yeah. it can be used as propaganda 1 million percent. And I think it has. Yeah. yeah. So, but this is my thing. I can forgive an individual, but I'm not going to forget what you've done. So I'm not going to accept you like, okay, yeah, I forgive you, whatever, blah, 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 blah. You stay over there now. You, yeah. you don't come back here. Well, and, and I'll say this because I, I, I'm a little different. I actually think that true forgiveness is putting yourself right back in that same position for the same thing to happen. Mm-hmm. But for me, I don't necessarily believe that everything needs to be forgiven. That's where I am. Because the reality is, based on my definition of forgiveness, I can't give that to everybody mm-hmm. in every situation. Mm-hmm. So, and, and and the reason why they said both of Gene's brother did that is because, you know, maybe he didn't want to carry that burden I don't feel like I'm carrying a burden because I haven't truly forgiven historically what's happened to people of color. I haven't forgiven that. Mm-hmm. I've not forgot. I haven't forgiven that. And I'm not going to pretend like I forgive. Yeah. At the same time, it doesn't necessarily impact the potential for me to have a, a quality relationship with somebody who's not a person of color. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So like right now, if Christina were to cheat on me, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, oh, yeah, I forgive her 100%. I can't I can't give you that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But then again, if I tell her I forgive her, I can't turn around and start bringing it up every time we get into an argument. Yeah, yeah. And that's I what people it. do when they talk about forgiving. Yeah. It's not real forgiveness. No, it's not. So forgiving and forgetting, yeah, two different things. But at the same time, if you forgive, then you got to forget. No, 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 no. See, you don't have for to me, forget. For me. That's yeah, what I'm saying. That's, for that's me, that's my definition. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. If I'm forgiving you, yeah. I got to let it go. No, I can forgive you, but guess what? You stay over there now. See, that, that, <laughs> for me, that's not forgiveness because there's nothing there anymore. Yeah. I mean, well, what you did, your action, what you did is not going to allow me to be be around you anymore. And that's for, and I'm saying for Joel, yeah. I don't have to forgive you for that. Gotcha. That's gotcha. what I'm I get saying. It. I get it. So if I choose to forgive you, that's, that's that, I'm making a choice. That's why this podcast works. That's right. We all, we all three different individuals. That's right. That's right. We a therapeutic podcast. I'll go ahead on, man. I'm about to stay with you talking about. You, <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'll tell you what. But no, the color, the colorism thing is real. It is. It is. It's, it's most definitely real. It's it, it, it's sad because I think 400 years ago, we were programmed a certain way. Mm-hmm. Genetically in our DNA, that's how we still are today. Mm-hmm. And we can we change that? You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay on topic, but shift gears just a little bit. Okay. 
this is something, <clears throat> excuse me, something that I've wondered for a long time now. I've never been in a relationship, like a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship with a white woman. And, and the weird thing about that is, growing up, my, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. It's early in the morning. I don't think I'm ready yet. But thanks, Todd. <laughs> but I heard in my household things specific to white women. All right. Now you go out there and mess with that white girl. She get to cry and you go into jail. Like mm -hmm. stuff like that that I heard so long growing up. Scared you. Scared me to death. Okay. So I was afraid to ever even attempt, attempt to do that. So naturally, or I guess subconsciously, not really naturally, but subconsciously, when I even think about right now, like intimately hugging, like not just, hey, somebody yeah. at work I haven't seen in a while, yeah. but like a hug where, hey, I love you hug, seems weird to me. And I wonder if, like, am I, am I, am I wrong for that? I don't think so. No, it's just, it's just uncomfortable for you. I mean, you have to, you, you've been conditionally, you've been conditioned for a while on how, how certain things will make you feel mm -hmm. that now when you try it's it's awkward right it's, you get that awkward point like uh okay yeah well okay uh how long am i supposed to do this yeah are we done yeah okay cool i want to go back to where i was at in my comfort zone yeah so it's i think that's more of stepping out of your comfort level but that goes back to how you were conditioned and there's nothing wrong for that i mean you, you you're trying that's all I can say. You're trying at this point. And I guess the reason I'm asking that question is we talk about this a lot, but like who you fall in love with. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm married now. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I'm actively pursuing this thought process any further, but just I'm curious based on the colorism and the conditioning that we're talking about. Did I potentially get in my own way? Could there have been a white woman out there that was, that was good for me that I, overlooked because of that no you you found the person that you were you you're always i believe in like you always find a person regardless of who they are where they are you always find the person that you're meant for you found the person you were meant for and they were meant for you you didn't get in your way because if that's the case you potentially could have you know been a millionaire at one point in time in your life fair fair but guess what you it wasn't in the cards for you to go that route now, who's to say you're not you can't be a millionaire? No one's saying that, but your prior prior years, you 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 took the path that you were supposed to take to get where you are now, to evolve and develop into the person you are now, to move and grow forward. That's fair. So, no, you didn't get in your way. Okay, you didn't get in your way. You know, going back to colorism, it, there there's an uh, there's an article on on Medium, um, written by a girl that. I, I don't, I, I say I went to school with her because I feel like she went to UT, but I'm not sure if she went to UT. I think yeah, she was just always around there. I know she's yeah. from Knoxville okay. yeah, and I, I know I've seen her. I know I've hung with her before, um, but she wrote an article on Medium because I think she's a, she's a writer now, okay. um, but it, she has an article called Colorism, Raising a Dark-Skinned Daughter and a Light-Skinned Woman, or as a Light-Skinned Woman in an Anti-Black Society. <laughs> Um, mm. so that's, that sounds good right there. Yeah. So, you know, you take her article and you read it and you see, you know, this, this light skinned woman, cause I think she's biracial. Okay. Right? And then she has black daughter and having to, having to navigate being 
a light skinned black woman with straight hair mm. and then having a dark skinned daughter with different type of hair. Yeah, and having hey, to navigate. Why did you look at my hair, man? When you when you look at your hair nappy as hell. When you look over here, man. There it is. Just nappy. You play. It's eight o'clock in the morning, Ty. I'm sorry I didn't beautify well, myself for you, you to hair, your standards. I don't. I'm losing. Look, I'm sorry I, I didn't. Cold to say. I'm sorry. Hit hit the button for me, Joe. I'm sorry I didn't. You know the button. No, 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 no. You know what button I'm talking about? The one that. Yeah, that's what you wanted me to do this morning nah, to come in I'm here and just, talk to you. I'm just jealous because yeah. I don't. No, look, no look, you what want, look what I'm doing, Henry. You see, I'm I'm balding, son. I'm balding. Yeah, You're not yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah you <laughs> and might. I don't know who white girl hair is in your hair right now. No, nah, it's gray. Those no, are grays. No. no? <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah, right there now. it is. <laughs> I'm glad y'all pulled count. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't know where that came from. See. Therapeutic podcast. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Say that off the air next time. You know, people listening to this, man. I don't know what y'all got going on here. Hi, my name is Stephen A. Smith. I was really impersonating somebody. <laughs> but yeah, back to, back yeah. to her article. Where do we go on that'll, this? That'll work for what? y'all. It's too early in the morning for this foolishness, man. So hold, hold on. Hold on. Let's go back to that real quick. The article. Where you said it's on Medium? That's yeah. the name of the. Me, I think me, medium.com. Okay. Um, and they, it's just a, uh, they have articles about the people, people send their articles in and, okay. and, you know, you can talk about whatever you want to talk to, uh, talk about and, and they'll post them. Can you give the name one more time? The name uh, of the article? The, the article, yeah. Yeah, no problem. It is called Colorism, Raising a Dark-Skinned Daughter as a Light-Skinned Woman. And an anti-black society, which it may be beneficial to get her on here. I, I don't yeah. know if I can reach out to her. I'm sure I can. Um, hopefully she'll remember me. I mean, it wasn't like we were close. Right. But I had seen her out and stuff like yeah. that. So. Yeah, that would that would be, I would love to hear that because that's a heck of an experience. I mean, yeah. you think about, mm-hmm. and, and now we're in a good time though, I think, for women of color because they've, they've kind of gotten away from the perms, which I thought was a, this really cool movement. Mm-hmm. Where it's like I'm embracing the natural. All now, natural, yeah. The challenge is yeah, Todd, all natural over here, buddy. <laughs> the, you see, I got my hat on. I ain't yeah. took it off. I, look, yet. I'm naturally balding, son. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, but hey, you know, you go get that LeBron James treatment. No, no, I'm just gonna no, let don't it go. Do that. Yeah, let see. Just don't. I like I'm gonna power up by letting it go. Yeah, yep. Just, <laughs> yep. don't, take back your don't, power. But don't do the George Jefferson thing. When it when it when it's time, just go all the way with yep. it. Don't don't leave the cold. Don't have the cold set. <laughs> but yeah, I just um. Man, that's colorism is such a huge thing. Yeah, I mean, just it's so much. We could probably talk about it for another hour or two. We could, but just thinking about that dynamic with a with a mom, mm-hmm. with with Milo, my 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 youngest, my three year old, mm-hmm. Christina, we never ever like uh, press her hair, or not 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 perm, but just when you kind of straighten it with mm-hmm. without. We've never done that, and I don't really think there's an intention to. But every time we do something to kind of where hair is natural, like when she takes her hair down and just mm-hmm. let it be a fro mm-hmm. at the house, we celebrate it. Mm-hmm. And she calls it her crown. So I want her That's to, dope. yeah, I want to make sure that she's, she loves the natural state of her hair. Mm-hmm. So when she goes out in the world and she sees these other women with this other stuff, she's not like, oh, she's beautiful. I wish my hair. That's not what she's going to do, at least not right now, not, not today. Yeah. Not, not right now. And, and I know it's not the end of the show, but that's something I would definitely suggest to anybody. Like the more natural, as you said, you love natural women. The more natural 
images you can present to little girls mm -hmm. and to little dudes too because yeah. they need to understand that the fake is not the real no there's not the right real. now the real the fake is the real like so we 20, need to, 30 years now all this fake stuff you're gonna see a lot of disease yeah a lot of death a lot of death i agree because of this i agree so just kind of putting that into their brains because i think we also take for granted just how intelligent kids are mm -hmm. and how much they soak up while they may not be able to articulate mm -hmm. they're, they're soaking it in it. Yep. They're always watching. And it's good that you said this in the end of the, end of the show because it is the end of the show. I, <laughs> I, I, had, a feel, I had a gut feeling it yeah, was around that time. Yeah, it was around that time. Just that internal, no. internal yeah, podcast clock. Don't end, we talk about like controlling a lot on this show? <laughs> yes. And some player hater always trying to control. Hey, the, go cut the show off, man. This, this player hater is the producer. So yes, sir. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and listen be quiet. to this producer. We're going to get a, uh, another producer in here soon. <laughs> All I can well, do not is not in this room, you yeah. not. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> I tell you what, we, man, you ain't the only one with rooms in your house. <laughs> okay. Man, man, you, this is my last show, people. I'll if y'all want to hear me, you flash can buy black guy lonely. from me. How no, about that? Flash lonely at the top. <laughs> Just coming to a store near you. Anyway, final thoughts. Go ahead and top it off, Joe. Go ahead. You you got it. Well now, Todd, go ahead, man. This was your this was your topic. Go ahead and express how you feel and, and we'll 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 leave it at that. Okay, colorism to me is a real thing. It's it's something that we deal with every day. It's something that we I, I think as black men we don't even we don't even think about it because it's it's in our DNA, right? Correct. Again, since, years. since we've been children, we've always been taught these crazy, you know, like I said, the African booty scratcher. Yeah. Um boy, he black, he black, 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 right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um motor oil black, whatever. Yeah. Um so you were you were an abusive child, like you you were yeah, a bully. Yeah, yeah you, well, you 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 yeah. probably was the one doing all this in uh -huh. school. Uh -huh. We had a friend named Bernie. We used to call him Bernie because he was so black, right? Like so <laughs> <laughs> Bernie, if you out there Hit hit the, hit the hit the email and uh, I'll let you. I'll call, we'll call you and we'll let you get your revenge on this guy because I really don't like it. But but anyway, I guess the point I'm trying to make is now now you know after listening to this, ho hopefully today you'll realize that this is a real thing mm -hmm. and that you need to essentially stop. Right? Yeah. Let's let's reprogram ourselves to to not see it that way. Mm -hmm. Let's let's reprogram ourselves to see all of our um, complexions are are darker complexions as beautiful yeah, right? and beautiful yeah so that's that's my final thought yeah i dig it man i um just real quick we were watching a video about all the different complexions of people in africa because i realized my oldest thought that only dark people were in africa no no no, no. And I was like, man, you got Ethiopians, like, Somalians, and you go down to Cape Town down there, South yeah. Africa. I was like, like how are these white people over yeah. there? No, they're actually black. They yep. look white, though. So, yeah, to, to echo what, what Todd said, man, it's a, it's, a, it's a big, vast world. We are a very diverse people, diverse culture. Embrace all of it, not just what's put in front of you. Exactly. Henry, do you have anything? Just start accepting yourself, people, for who you are. You were beautiful when you were created. You were beautiful when you were born. You don't need all the extras to make you feel beautiful. Preach. You, you are who you are. And remember that you're still beautiful now. Yeah. Truth. Yeah. Yeah. Truth. You don't have More to. More importantly. You don't have to, at a certain point, put your toys away and to grow up and go to the other side. You don't have to do that. You stay, stay who you are. Yes. Stay true to your core. Preach. That's how far. That'll uh, take you farther in life than you, you know, trying to play devil, devil's advocate, going playing both sides of the fence. Because the grass ain't always green on the other side. There you go. I love y'all. So, on the way out, <laughs> building unite people. So, uh, 
I ain't got nothing else to say, and I think everybody's giving their final thoughts. So with that, y'all, we'll see you next time, and we out. Y'all won't see me no more. It's my last show. Peace.